Challenges and obstacles are a fact of life. Instead of wishing something was different, I challenge you to become someone different. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Riv, and wow, what a week. I've been on the road and uh, super glad to be home. I just finished a couple live leadership workshops on uh, how to move the needle on something important and uh, and my Power Week, Power Life system. Um, I also had, uh, it was a crazy week, I also had a power group session with some of my more advanced students and I had uh, another full uh, day, all day business growth session with one of my uh, longtime clients. Just crazy, wild, wild week. Um, Anyway, I get so pumped up when I hang out with uh, super smart people who are just driven to improve. I mean, just being around people who lift you up is like wicked contagious. And here's the crazy cool part about being around like-minded souls. Um, work doesn't feel like work. I mean, it actually is kind of, uh, it's, it's a hell of a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, there are challenges, which I'm going to get to in a second, but uh, whatever challenges anyone is facing, you always feel lighter when you're surrounded by positive and motivated people. I mean, you ever notice that? Like whatever, whatever you're kind of like really feel like you're, you're really up against a, a lot of uh, what, what appears to be maybe unsurmountable challenges or, or, or obstacles in front of you. Whenever you're around other like-minded souls, it always feels a little lighter. I love it. I love it. I just, uh, I thrive in situations like that. Anyway, in this episode, I want to share with you some of my experiences from uh, this recent trip. Simply because I think what I experienced this past week is really relevant for everyone. Specifically, I want to talk about not wishing something was different. Um, we all find ourselves wishing so- something was different. And instead, I want to encourage you to, to learn how to lean into the moment uh, and lean into the moments that challenge us the most. Okay, so what do I mean by that? See, when we, when we lean into life, we are fully engaged 100% in the present moment regardless of the circumstances. And when adversity hits, many of us do the opposite. We lean back. We wish something was different. The reason many of us avoid difficult situations is because of fear, right? And and it kind of begs the question, like, what what are we so afraid of? Most of us are afraid of what? Being rejected. We're afraid of not being good enough. We're afraid of of change. We're afraid of making a mistake. And yeah, sometimes we're even afraid of, of success. The list of fears are endless, and the only way to transcend fear is to lean in. See, last week, I was traveling out to Pittsburgh, which is probably about a five and a half hour drive for me. Uh, Halfway there, I pulled over at a rest stop, and I had this pain in my lower stomach, a sharp pain that lasts about five to 10 seconds and comes and goes. I'm quite familiar with this pain. See, I have um, what is called diverticulitis, and I was having a flare-up. Not something I anticipated, not something I wanted, but nonetheless, it was happening. 
Diverticulitis is a inflammation, for those who don't know, along the walls of the intestines. A flare-up, for those who have ever had it or don't have never had it, is, is unpredictable. Um, I never know and, uh, when a flare-up is going to occur, and, and when it does, it usually lasts for about three to five days. And trust me, it's not the most enjoyable situation in the world. I've been trying to piece together the actual symptoms or what causes this for years. And, you know, when you do, do a lot of research and talk to a lot of doctors about this, they, they always say there's nothing really that is, that, that is really they can point to that's the specific cause of it. For me, an attack is usually triggered by certain foods, oftentimes spicy ones. Unfortunately, I love spicy foods. And um, it's usually a sign, whenever I have a flare-up, it's usually a sign for me that I've gotten sloppy with my diet. Um, and when I look back at the previous week, um, that was definitely the case, right? And I won't get into all the details here. I just, just let's just say that it wasn't a fun experience. So here I am. I'm at this rest stop, decision time, right? Do I turn back or do I keep going? Now I'm halfway to Pittsburgh. So, you know, turning back is going to be the same amount of distance of going there. So, and I had scheduled three leadership workshops in the next couple of days. And many of the people who were attending were traveling in from out of town. So canceling was not, was not a top option for me at the time. And lucky for me, I have an emergency antibiotic that I carry with me in my briefcase. And so I made the decision to keep driving. I get to the hotel and all I wanted to do was pass out. I mean, you ever have those kind of, you know, moments where you get someplace and just like, you're like you're spent. And mentally, I had no energy for anything else. Like, I, I didn't want to prepare. I didn't want to, like, all I wanted to do was just crawl into bed and, and just close my eyes. And the first workshop started the next day at 8 a.m. So for me, like, rest, like, like, became the number one priority. I would deal with everything else later. I just, I just had to close my eyes. So I woke up around 5.30 in the morning in a cold sweat. And to be honest, I, <laughs> I prayed for strength. I mean, I pride myself in always giving more value than anyone ever expects when I'm when I'm engaged in in, in, in the things I do, the things I'm passionate about. So I also prayed for the right words, and and I'm and I'm you know I'm not I'm not afraid to share the fact that that I that I pray a lot. I mean, it's just uh, I prayed for the right words. I prayed for strength. I prayed for guidance. Um, and if there was ever a time where I needed to trust myself, that I knew my material, that I knew what I was talking about, this was the time. So I decided to lean in. I have learned over the years that um, the energy I spend wishing something was different becomes a total energy leak for me. And right now, energy was a precious commodity, right? So I didn't want to waste any um, energy um, on something that I knew wasn't going to help me. And one of the leadership laws that I always share with you guys is to always see a situation for what it is, not better or worse than what it is, just to see for what it is. It is what it is. That's the first leadership law I ever talk about in all my workshops and all my coaching clients, right? And this was definitely time to listen to my own advice. I mean, this was like, okay, Riff, like you need to stop and, and listen to your own advice. See, the situation I was in is what it was. I mean, I wasn't 100% right? I couldn't change that. No matter what I could do, I, I wasn't 100%. And problems and challenges are, in fact, a fact of life. <laughs> the only variable I could control um, in that situation is whether I chose to react or respond to the situation at hand. I, like you, have the power of choice in every circumstance. So once again, I decided to lean in and I trusted that God had my back.
Now, for any of you who have ever attended one of my workshops, right, you know that I am a wicked high energy guy, right? Like I just, I love working myself up. I love, I love spreading energy. I mean, I get so pumped up and so excited to, to talk about the things that I want to talk about and to share things and, to, and engage with people and to, and to help them with their circumstances. And I, and I always typically start all my workshops with getting everybody up, getting them kind of bouncing around, playing music, high-fiving each other, just like really feeling the vibe, right? It's like, I just, I just, I love situations like that, right? And to be honest with you, though, at this moment, that was the furthest thing from my mind. Like, I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this, right? And so once again, I prayed and I said, okay, God, what do I do now, right? Um, hopefully, you know, I was like, hopefully you're working on something because this show is about to begin. And I'm, if there's any time I'm going to need you, this is the time I need you, man. So uh, roll forward, get to... Uh, my get to get on site and the music's playing and the music finally stops. And that was, now was time. I was live at this point. I was leaning in so far. I almost fell over. Right. I mean, I was like, Oh my God, I'm leaning in. And I had no idea what I would do next. I mean, it was like one of those weird moments. I'm playing myself like, okay, I have no idea what's about to happen. I don't, I don't, I have no idea what I'm about to say. I have no idea just like how this is going to go. All I know is I need to trust myself in this moment. That's all I know. That's all I kept focusing on was just trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. So I welcomed everybody and I began to talk about how excited I was to be there, right? And I was surprised to actually hear myself say that I was actually excited. Like I didn't even plan on that. Just the words just came out and I caught myself saying that. And then something weird happened, right? I started to talk about the first topic that we were going to talk about that day, and that was about change management and how important it is for leaders to help their team move the needle, right? When you're going through change, you know, you, the leader, have to help your team move the needle. And as I spoke, I was, in fact, starting to get excited. I didn't think that was possible, right? Like, you know, you would have asked me 10 hours earlier, five hours, even an hour earlier. I was like, oh, my God, I looked in the mirror. I was like, white as a ghost. And so when I looked around the room, I quickly realized I was not alone. Before me was a room full of over, was just like a, a room packed with high performing individuals who were like just staring back at me, but they were authentically looking at me. And I could tell by the look in their eyes that they were searching for something better. I could tell by the look in their eyes that they actually had my back. And it was like, I then did something I didn't expect. I asked for their support. Much like their team was going to need them as their company was growing, I told them that I wasn't feeling well and that this topic was too important for me to cancel the workshop. There was too much I wanted to share with them. I knew they were going through explosive growth and there was too much I wanted to share with them on how to navigate that growth and some of the challenges they were going to experience and go through and the obstacles that they and the team were going to face. And I just didn't want to miss out on that. But I, but I told them I couldn't. I couldn't share it in my typical rah-rah fashion. I, I said, I'd just, you know, I know I'd like to get everybody excited, but getting everybody excited, that was not going to be the approach. And if I, if I was going to be of any value to them, I had to manage my energy. And I told them that I was experiencing pain in my lower abdomen and not to be alarmed if I winced a couple times or, you know, and, and that um, I told them that I asked for their leadership. That if something happened and I had to just, you know, I needed a timeout, I needed to take a break, I asked for their leadership, for someone to step up and be my wingman. I said, every leader needs a wingman. 
And I said, today I need, I need them to be a wingman for me. And I also told them that I was you know, going to be both intelligent and honest about the situation. I wasn't going to be stupid. And if at any point I thought I couldn't continue, I would let them know. Right. So, so trust me, I wasn't, I wasn't being foolish. Right. And the, and the caring, as I began to open myself up and as I began to become vulnerable, the caring look on their face was just like giving me a wicked amount of energy. It was like fueling me up. And I was like, wow. First of all, I never expected to, to share that. I was like, just like, I'm, I, you know, I wasn't sure what I was even going to share that with you today. Right. Um, it's, it requires, you know, when you share something that personal, uh, with somebody else, uh, it requires you to be vulnerable, and sometimes being vulnerable is scary. So then I went on to tell them that the obstacles and challenges that they're going to face as they grow their business are, in fact, part of the process. It's a, it's part of the process of growing, right? That we as we grow, we cannot avoid obstacles and challenges. That we should learn instead to lean into those obstacles and challenges and not run from them. So many leaders I know, especially the new ones that just got promoted or just walked into a leadership position, have this like false belief that they are supposed to have a team or business that is problem-free. And, and that is just so far from the truth, right? I mean, business and life are packed with problems. And oftentimes, the problem itself that we're staring at is not the main problem. See, the real problem is how we see and interpret the problem. I can't overemphasize that enough. I just want to repeat that again. Like the, the problem itself is not the main problem. The real problem is how we see and interpret the problem. And that it was their job as leaders to look at their problems from a different perspective and then help their team do the same. As I spoke, I realized that I was in fact role modeling exactly what I was talking about. The more I leaned into this and not away from it, I was, in fact, growing stronger. Okay, yes, there was a couple uh, bottles of Gatorade that was helping and some antibiotics that didn't help. But you get my point, right? It would have been so easy for me to give in to my worst fears. I mean, just imagine, like, what if I passed out? What if, you know, trust me, and, and, and trust me when I tell you, like, that was a thought I had a lot over the previous 24 hours. Like, I, like you are human. I have these thoughts that, that bounce in my head, right? And um, I can't stop them from appearing and neither can you, right? But what I can do is manage them. It is times like this that you, like I, as leaders, have to trust our inner guidance system. If God really didn't want me to be there, he would have sent me a different sign. And I have to trust that you will be both honest and intelligent with yourself if you're faced with a similar situation. For me, I've been down this road before. Like, like I've seen this movie. I I know what this, I know what I was experiencing. So it wasn't like something like totally out of the blue for me. And while I knew it wasn't going to be comfortable, I knew my situation was manageable. So I decided to lean in, um, and I decided to lean into it and not run from it. Every leader must learn how to lean into their challenges and then teach their team how to do the same. Trust that you already have everything you need to be successful. And last week, I was reminded of this truth. I mean, I came face to face with something I already knew was true, but I maybe somehow lost sight of that. At that moment, I had everything I needed to be successful, and I needed to trust that fact, right? I had to trust the fact that I knew my material. I had to trust the fact that I didn't need to over-prepare, 
right? I had to, all I needed to do was just show up. I just needed to be fully present in the moment. I just needed to be, to lean in. And I did, I needed to, to stop wishing my situation was different because that itself is an energy leak. I just need to be there. I need to be present. I need to trust myself. And as you face challenges and obstacles, both personally and professionally, I encourage you to do the same. You don't need to fake it. You don't need to pretend that you have all the answers. What you do need to do is be yourself. Employees don't turn to written statements in the company handbook for clues on how to behave. They look at you, their leader, and the style you model. Be honest, be authentic, and trust your team. Effective leaders act the way they want their team to act. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. I want you to make a renewed commitment this week to lean in, right? I want you to make a renewed commitment to stop wishing things were different. Challenges and obstacles are going to grace your path. That is just a fact of life. Remind yourself that you are human and we all have fears and we all have doubts. When adversity hits, remind yourself that the only way to transcend fear is to lean in. Instead of wishing something was different, I challenge you to become someone different. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.